This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Welcome to another show of Paladin Financial Talk with me, Jeff Foley, from Paladin Financial and our co-host, Tony Shore. Uh, Thank you for tuning in for today's show. We're going to talk about tips to help you achieve a successful retirement, some fun stuff. And with the face of retirement constantly changing, it's helpful for you to learn about some tools and some tips that you can use to achieve your retirement goals. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to this topic. That sounds great. And I know, Jeff, you've been doing this so long, you have a lot of great tips and a lot of great information for us today. But before we get into that, I have to ask, you know, I always do, <laughs> how have you been? I know you're crazy busy. Uh, uh, you have uh, Jax at home and the family, a uh, lovely wife and child. Uh, how's Jax doing? Very good. Very good. Yeah, we're we're busy right now. It's nice to come out of our caves here with springtime. We've, we have <laughs> about six months before we see snowflakes again, hopefully. <laughs> so we're... We're getting after it. Yeah. And how have you been? Oh, I've been great. Uh, Thanks for having me on the show once again. Had a crazy busy week. My family, things are going crazy. We're preparing for my son, my oldest son, to come home from college. And then my youngest daughter's in track, and my other daughter is in everything else. (laughs) My middle daughter wants to try and do everything. So she's in band. She's in 4-H. She's in clubs. uh, And she works. So... Uh, and you know, she can't drive on her own yet. She has her permit. So I've just been busy work though. (laughs) The work side of it is great. That's where I get a chance to relax, Jeff. (laughs) And, uh, of course the highlight is uh, doing the show with you here. And now, um, this topic is, is a big one, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Planning for retirement is something that, uh, a lot of people put off to the last minute and some people dwell on it, uh, too much. So we want to find a happy medium, make sure things are thought through uh, you have some best practices. You're thinking through what you want retirement to look like for you and lay it all out. All right. Well, what's one of the first tips then you offer your clients or prospects, people you meet with to help them get started on planning their retirement? Because that's what we're all looking to do here. Yeah. I, a couple things, two tips uh, come off the top of my head. The first would be thinking about what you want retirement to look like. Sounds like a, a silly question, but you, know, you think back to when you were in college or high school and you're about to go out into the workforce. What am I going to do with myself? Some people know, some people don't. And a lot of people struggle that with that again at retirement as I, I don't know what my days are going to look like and how I'm going to feel about that. So they right. get your mind right first is a, an important thing. And I think secondly, income is important. So you get to retirement, you don't have a steady paycheck coming in anymore. You got to plan ahead. That's a, a different uh, approach to things. Your lifestyle is going to change. Your money's going to change. How do you best generate the income that you need. Right. And that's the solving for income is the big one when it comes to retirement. Obviously, my wife and I, we have 401ks, we have our IRAs, but how do we take that lump sum of money then and create that income? I mean, that's the real question. And that's what I I always say, that's what you do for people. You help them solve for income. Now, there are a lot of strategies I know that you have 
that you use to help people plan for income around their retirement. Uh, what ways do you share with people on how to satisfy that need for daily income, really, in retirement? Yeah. So three things to think about is first longevity is how long do you expect to live? What's your 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 family look like with longevity? Uh, so making sure that your income lasts as long as you and your spouse, if you're married, mm-hmm. does as well. How predictable do you want your income to be in retirement? Some people are comfortable with their income fluctuating quite a bit based on how markets are doing, their portfolio. The third thing is how efficiently are you creating your retirement income? And we'll talk more about that as well. So those are three considerations and it boils down to how much money do you need and when do you need it? How long do you need that to last? Yeah, those two, those are two great questions. Um, now, obviously, uh, how much do you need? When do you need it? Uh, that plays a big role. What tips do you give to your clients to determine then how much they'll need in retirement? I would imagine that's one of the first things we have to do. Yeah. First thing we make sure, what are your actual expenses? Uh, we'll, we'll ask that question when we meet with folks, what are your monthly expenses? They say X. We then give them a budget worksheet. That's pretty simple to go through and add up. What are you actually spending on different things? And a lot of people are shocked. Sometimes they're either they're way over or way under on what they think their expenses are. And we look at how that might change during retirement and use some different assumptions. I tend to be more conservative when we build a plan for our clients because we would rather surprise them with good news would be uh, the preference. Oh, yeah. Uh, we look at how that will adjust over time, but that is the the starting point. And then how are you going to solve for that income over time? How are you going to use your assets, social security, pension, and so forth? Right. And you said earlier, some people don't mind in retirement. Uh, They either have the ability, the financial ability, or they don't mind that uh, income level going up and down. Uh, They don't, but I would think that a lot of people, I know for my wife and myself, we want to know we have a set amount coming in each month, right? I mean, that's key, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, you know, it's a, a risk tolerance thing too, is if you, you're comfortable with it fluctuating, that means you've got to stay on top of generating the income, the gap that you need on a monthly basis if things yeah. are off. Yeah. yeah. So when, uh, what about social security? I know we've talked about this topic uh, already on a previous show, but this is a big part of retirement income. Uh, when someone's considering when to begin taking their benefit, what advice do you give to them? Spend some time, think about it, make sure you understand how Social Security works and what strategies to use. We actually uh, tailor make a, a Social Security report to identify how do you best maximize your Social Security based on your your personal situation? Know what that's going to look like. Um, don't just pull the trigger without thinking through it. Most common ages people file for Social Security are 62, full retirement, and age 70. And for the majority of Americans, those are the wrong times for them. So putting some thought into it. But everybody's situation is different. Is that what you're saying? So there's not one answer that's going to apply to everybody. That's correct. Yeah. We get that question all the time. And one of the factors, for example, is your health is what is your health like your spouse's health? Like, uh, always joke and say, do you have Yodas in your family? You have longevity or people have generally shorter life, uh, expectancies. So we want to factor that in as well. Sure. And this is great information. I mean, uh, maybe you could expand more on that when the best time for somebody to collect their benefits would be and when the worst time to collect. You mentioned you have that 
I think you call it a social security maximization report, right? Yep, that's correct. Yeah, it can literally be, I've seen personal situations, people, they're the best versus the worst they could do in planning for social security is literally hundreds of thousands of dollars of lifetime social security benefits. Yeah, so it's not not chump change. So we want to make sure we dial that in correctly. And this goes back to your income needs and having an income plan is when do you need that income? That's important. So if you don't have as much assets, you don't have a pension, you might have to take it earlier, even though to maximize your benefits, you would want to delay. So we want to factor everything into that. So yeah, it, uh, it can again can add up on uh, the difference on how you can maximize your benefits. Sure. Yeah. I know. Like you said, a lot of people take it as early as possible at age 62. I forget what the statistics are. Um, a lot of people do that, the majority of folks. So, um, but then there you say, if we do that, uh, they might be missing out on, it could be hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And we also want to factor in income taxes as well as how do you lower your minute, your, your taxes throughout retirement, oh. social security timing, uh, plays into that as well. Yeah. A lot of people probably don't realize social security can be taxed, can it? Yeah. Yep. Correct. As, in, as income. Exactly. Yeah. Your benefits are taxed at three thresholds, zero, 50% or 85%. So how do you minimize that if possible? Ah, that's interesting. And I'm glad you said that because I think a lot of people, I used to think, well, social security I've paid in, uh, that's not going to be taxed. Yep. Uh, that's, that's like a benefit I get. So that's not taxed, but it is. And so uh, a lot of people need to take all these things into consideration. I guess that's why you're here to help us with this. Now we have to take a quick break. Is there anything you want to add before the break? Yeah, we just focused on Social Security as part of uh, developing a retirement income plan. We offer a complimentary Social Security maximization report for people that come in for our second opinion process. And if you visit our website, financialpaladin.com, or give us a call, 877 877- 219-3199 and request your complimentary social security maximization report. And that's something that we can talk with you further about and the information that we would need to prepare that for you. Oh, that's awesome. What a great offer for our listeners today. Uh, what's that phone number they need to call one more time? 877-219-3199. All right. Thanks, Jeff. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Paladin Financial Talk right after this. Most people plan on taking their social security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Paladin Financial at 877-219-3199 or visit financialpaladin.com to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. Welcome back to Paladin Financial Talk with me, Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial and our co-host, Tony Shore. Now, the title of today's show is Tips to Help You Achieve a Successful Retirement. And today, so far, we've talked about some of those tips and how to create an effective income plan, how to maximize your Social Security benefit, making sure you've spent some time thinking about where your income is going to come from during retirement. Yeah. And I just have a couple more uh, follow-up questions regarding Social Security. Um, what are some tips you give your clients then uh, to help them determine when they should claim their social security benefits? Obviously, uh, you have that report you run. 
but I know there are other things uh, that they need to take into consideration before making that decision, you said. Correct. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. A few things that we look at is when do they need money, need the income, and their health, their life expectancy is another consideration. Do they have pensions? Do they have other sources of guaranteed income? For example, annuities, if they're using those to generate lifetime income, or if they have what are called income riders on an annuity that they own, we want to have all the puzzle pieces out on the table to know how to best put together an income plan for them with social security being one of those pieces. Yeah, that's great. Now, obviously social security, Jeff, is not going to be enough to cover all of our expenses in retirement. So we, like you said, you mentioned a couple there, we have to have other sources of income. Uh, What are some of those sources? uh, What can people utilize for income besides social security? Yep. Good question. So we, I talked a little bit about ago about uh, how predictable do you want your income to be? How long do you need that income to last to get you through both your and your spouse's lifetime? And also how efficient can we create that income? So social security is one source. We have Uh, pensions, other assets? How do we best mix those together to create the income uh, that you need throughout retirement? So some sources that we can look at, pensions again, your IRAs or Roth IRAs, 401k assets, again, annuities, uh, individual investments that you own, and potentially even property, whether that's rental property or your housing situation. If you might want that to change over time, you sell your house and have an additional asset now, how do you use that for your your income? So I use the analogy again with puzzle pieces, we lay that out on the table and know how to best put those together. That's where we come into play. Right. And there's so many puzzle pieces, uh, you'd never know what to be able to do with each one of them if you didn't. The most important piece, as we've mentioned on the show before, is that box lid. And you're the guy people need to go to to get that full picture, the big picture, the overview so they know how to fit those pieces together. I think that's really important. Uh, What tips can you give us on how to determine which option is going to be the best for our personal situation? Obviously, uh, we need to be able to figure out a way to create that income in retirement. So uh, there are a lot of strategies, I imagine. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So everyone's situation is different. We want to look at what they have today and what kind of income are we trying to generate? And based on what you have and what the moving parts are, are there any changes that we would suggest? So for example, if you had a a lot of assets and individual investments on an after-tax basis, are they generating interest, dividends, or are they primarily lower interest-bearing or lower dividend-paying stocks? Uh, we might need to adjust what tools are being used and look at things like annuities. Some people that's a fit for, some they're not, but there are a lot of different type of annuities uh, out there that uh, might come into play and be sure. a good fit for someone. So there are, when people often think of annuities, um, annuities go back several hundreds of years and the original type of annuity was a single premium immediate annuity. You would give your money to an insurance company that money's gone, they immediately turn that into an income stream that's based off of your lifetime or potentially your spouse's lifetime as well. When a lot of people think of annuities, that's what they think of, that's not for me. So those are rarely used, particularly in today's interest rate environment. The other end of the spectrum, you have deferred annuities. You put your money into the annuity, it grows tax deferred, and you decide when and how you take income out of that. 
And that income can be guaranteed or non-guaranteed depending on the type of product that you have. So a lot of moving parts there, but that is, that is one tool that could be used. Uh, we also have high quality uh, dividend paying stock portfolios that might be appropriate as well. So we sure. want to understand someone's risk tolerance and how to best use the different tools we have available. Sure. And for Jeff, for a layperson like myself, uh, to explain that in a way, I think to put it in terms we can all understand, uh, really a lot of employers now don't offer pensions. So we're left with 401ks or IRAs, which are this lump sum but we want to know how to make sure that's going to last as long as we all do. Uh, and we want to create a personal pension then. And that's really what a what an annuity is. It's, it's a way to create a personal pension where you get a steady income stream. Like a fixed index annuity, you can get a steady income stream uh, for life, right? Yes, you could. And there are different designs within those types of products, which uh, those are very popular for a lot of uh, retirees right now. Some are designed more for safe accumulation. Some are more uh, geared for guaranteed lifetime income. It's like anything. Is there cars that are better or worse at different things? The same goes with annuities. Some are better with uh, different types of features and approaches. Sure. Yeah. You wouldn't buy a a fancy Italian sports car to go off-roading in. Correct. Yep. Right. And you wouldn't want to drive a, 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 you know, a Jeep in the Indy 500. Exactly. Yeah. I get get it. I get it. Um, So really, um, obviously, a fixed index annuity could be a great way to fill that income gap. Uh, I know that's a really, like you said, that's a really popular retirement vehicle with a lot of these baby boomers who are retiring today. But like you said, a lot of people are like, oh, no, I've heard annuities are bad, but they're maybe talking about the old uh, SPIAs, the single premium or the variable where it can go up and down with the market. As I understand it, fixed index annuities, uh, they can't you can't lose money. Your principal is protected. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. So there's no uh, downside risk. If the market goes down, you're not losing anything. If the market goes up, you're making something. You're not going to make what the market is making. There are limits on the upside to those. Uh, The other type of annuity people often think of are variable annuities where they can go up quite a bit. They can go down quite a bit. They have fees that are built into them. So it's it's being open to what's out there and getting the facts. I, I like to tell people that I'm agnostic when it comes to the different tools that we have available, whether it's on the insurance side, uh, securities or advisory services. Uh, we look at a particular person's preferences and what's needed and uh, then make recommendations from there. Yeah, you're not just trying to, uh, you know, annuities aren't a go-to vehicle for you. It just depends if that's if that fits what they want and what's best suited for them. And I know uh, as a fiduciary, you always, you do what's in your client's best interests and that's what you're looking out for. And and I like that because you're going to tell people, no, you definitely shouldn't, like people come to you, I assume all the time and they probably have, they might already have a financial vehicle that's not right for them. Correct. And and you say, hey, this isn't right for you. You should really uh, do something different. I think that's great. Now we have to take another quick break. Is there anything you want to add? Yeah. Our, our goal at Paladin Financial is to to sit down with you and understand your goals, your situation, and we then go through a process. So we're not a uh, transactional organization. We're all about processes. And through our process, we develop a comprehensive written retirement plan for you. 
that's something that you're interested in and you don't have a plan or you think there could be some improvements, uh, check out our website at financialpaladin.com or give us a call at 877-219-3199 and learn more about our complimentary consultation that we offer. All right. Well, thanks, Jeff. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of our host, Jeff Foley, here on Paladin Financial Talk. Retirement today looks much different than it has in the past. Market volatility, low interest rates, and the rising cost of health care have left more of a burden on individuals than ever before. But it doesn't have to. New Generation Retirement Planning offers a holistic approach to preparing for your golden years. This five-step process allows you to explore the key areas that we believe are fundamental to successful retirement planning. You'll be confident knowing that you have been given careful consideration to asset allocation and risk, income planning, legacy planning, and tax strategies. You are invited to a complimentary dinner and workshop to learn how you can utilize this holistic approach to retirement planning. For times, location, and to reserve your seat at one of these workshops, call Paladin Financial at 877-219-3199 or visit financialpaladin.com. That number again is 877-219-3199 or online at financialpaladin.com. And welcome back to our final segment for this episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our amazing host, Jeff Foley of Paladin Financial. And Jeff, you've been talking to us today about tips to help us achieve a successful retirement. And you mainly talked in our first two segments about creating that income plan making sure we have that income that's going to last us through retirement. Obviously, the foundation is Social Security. Uh, Almost all of us will have Social Security benefits that we can rely on to some extent. And then we're going to have that income gap. Social Security isn't going to quite cover it all. But uh, you talked about some various sources of income people use, like pensions and IRAs uh, and even uh, fixed index annuities for some. Now, I'm assuming, like most people, a lot of your clients have various assets that are tied to the market. Um, What do you do in that situation about allocating their assets in order to help them achieve their retirement goals? Yeah, that's a great question. Very common one that we uh, address with everyone is the first starting point is understanding your risk tolerance, your comfort level, if you will, with fluctuations and things. And everyone's different with this. Generally speaking, the older we get, the more conservative we want to be with our our assets because we don't have as much time on our side, but it all depends on what you have in income in place from pensions, social security, other investments, uh, and your mentality towards risk. So if you think of what type of upside gain are you trying to achieve, and they'll know that the higher you go up, the lower you're going to face on the downside if things flip the other way. So getting the mixture right between your at-risk assets and your safer assets is one of the key things, the hinges that we use in our plan to tailor make that for people. Sure. And is there a steadfast rule that you use to determine the right amount of risk for somebody? Uh, We use uh, through our process, we use some repeatable questions that we use, but then we're testing that through our conversation. So we have uh, a risk tolerance that we have people complete called the color money risk analysis. It's 11 simple questions. It takes less than five minutes for someone to complete. And you can do that off of our website. Um, that's the starting point. And then through conversations, we adjust that based on uh, how you answer different questions. 
Sure. Now you said uh, if people, even our listeners can go take that risk analysis assessment, I think it, I've taken it. It's just like 11 really simple questions. Uh, what's the web address where they can go to take that? Yes. So if you go to financial paladin, comra, C-O-M-R-A dot com, again, financial paladin, comra, C-O-M-R-A dot com, and that will show you the 11 questions takes a few minutes. You're going to know all the answers off the top of your head. That is a starting point that we use. All right. And if they have questions about that, what's the phone number again? 877-219-3199. Yeah. And so obviously it's, you're talking about the color of money again. Uh, We talked about that in a show, uh, just a, a show or two ago, you brought up the color of money and how people can use that to allocate their assets. And it's simple. Even I understood that one, Jeff. (laughs) <laughs> Good job. I mean, red, yellow, green. It's the, it's the stoplight, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very simple approach to understand what you have and do you have the right mixture of color uh, within your asset. So the red assets are things that, as you might imagine, they can go up, they can go down. There's, there's danger there, but there's also opportunity. So those are things like stocks and bonds even, um, ETFs, exchange-traded funds, mutual funds, variable annuities. So whatever your things are that they can go up, they can go down, those are red assets. Now, within red assets, you have a risk spectrum. You have things like a AAA corporate bond that's not going to fluctuate much in terms of value. And the other end of the spectrum, you might have things like penny stocks and oil and gas investments and private placements that are screaming red, if you will, right? and everywhere in between. So those are red assets. Yellow assets are taking those same at-risk assets and applying a process and a program to systematically manage that risk. The goal being take out some of the high highs and the low lows and uh, you're not trying to knock the cover off the ball as much, but have a disciplined approach to that. So once we once we get older and hit retirement, though, let's say I'm 65, I've just retired. Uh, at that point, uh, I need green as the safer money or principal protected. I should probably have more at that point in green than at risk, right? Yeah. For most folks, everyone's different, but generally, yes, as you get older, again, we're becoming more conservative, less time on our side, take less risk. Uh, depends on what you have in assets and income, but sure. that's correct. So green right. monies are our third bucket, if you will. And those are safer investments. You're not going to see a 20% return on them, but you're not going to see them go down in value. I would caution you though, as you, you can go broke safely because if you're making 0.0 nothing at the bank or wherever you're at or yeah. money market. In a CD <laughs> paying less than 1% or 1%. Right. As yeah. I like to call them certificates of disappointment, <laughs> CDs. Right. So you can, you can walk back in value. So you're, you're not seeing your stuff go down in value, but it has less buying power because of inflation. Yeah. Well, I think these have been some great tips and and things that we need to be thinking about. I'm sure if our listeners are like me, they have a lot of questions and want to get on this path because creating this retirement income plan, uh, no matter what age you are, I mean, you got to start saving for retirement when you're out of college and get your first job. That's when you start saving for retirement. So we all need a retirement plan. It's such a huge part of our lives. Uh, But if they have questions or want that complimentary consultation, before we go today, 
uh, let them know how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, I encourage everyone to go out to our website. So, so we have our main website is financialpaladin.com. You go to that website at the top, there's a button that you can click on to do the color of money risk analysis uh, or go directly to financialpaladincomra, C-O-M-R-A.com or give us a call at 877-219-3199 and we'd love to talk with you further about your personal situation, see if there's a way that we can help you out and explain more about our complimentary consultation process. All right. Well, thanks, Jeff. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.